and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories, and I am your host, Fred. That great theme music is from Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today, our post-Halloween Spookfest continues with another brunt of spooky stories. Well, maybe not spooky in the traditional sense of the world, but definitely something that falls into the horror genre. And uh, I think this is the kind of thing that would curdle your turkey if you played this back on Thanksgiving. So we're going to get to it now. The show is We're Alive, a story of survival, also known as the Zombie Podcast. Yes, the living dead is back. I don't think you're ever going to hear such a delicious podcast of the living dead as you're going to hear in this episode. Well, actually, uh, two episodes I'm going to feature from this thrilling new podcast, Great Stuff by Wayland Enterprises. They're out in sunny Los Angeles uh, story, roughly speaking, is a group of Iraq vets. They become unexpecting protectors of an apartment building while a terrible plague of the undead roars outside, while sexual tensions and other struggles and interhuman complexities roar inside. The real world meets Resident Evil, or something like that. All right, we'll be featuring this for two weeks, a couple of episodes today, another episode next week, and some talks with the creators. So enjoy. Now we're alive. We're Alive, a story of survival. Chapter One, It Begins. Part One of Three. As I recall, the months leading up to when this all began weren't much to remember. My unit returned home earlier that year from our tour in Iraq. I had spent 365 on ground working as military intelligence. Our group came up with those playing cards you saw in the news, the 52 most wanted. I was a hard charge PFC back then, private first class if someone finds this and doesn't know what PFC means. But that was the first tour. After our third, I was the tired and depressed sergeant. Nothing scared me back then. I didn't fear death or what might be on the other side if today was my last day. That was then, and this is now. I write this, not really for anyone to read, but for my own sanity. Maybe if I go over it again from the beginning, it might make more sense to me. And then again, maybe not. I was 27 at the time and in my fourth year in college. I started my freshman year in 2001, almost eight years ago now. I remember the date as it was burned into my head, May 8th. 2009. Hey, Michael, where are you going? Uh, class. <laughs> did you study for the quiz today? <laughs> no, not really. Neither did I. Yeah, well, all right. Hey, are you going to the Omega party this weekend? It's going to be so awesome, and I, I thought you might want to go with uh, me. No, don't want to, but thanks, though. Why not? What, is it better to say, oh, okay, okay maybe well another time? Geez, you don't have to be such a jerk about it. I was direct. How's that being a jerk? Once you're done, um, go ahead and put your papers up here, and uh, you guys, you guys are free to go. What the hell? Did you hear that? You know, it's probably just the uh, the construction going on next door. Now, please. That's not construction. Come on, take your seat. Hey, 
You know, there's there's not going to be any makeups for this quiz if you go. I'll, I'll I remember see seeing everyone gathered around the television. I expected a bombing or maybe even another attack on U.S. soil. Part of me was planning for the worst, but nothing could have prepared me for what I saw. Some of these images must be shocking, but I assure you they are very real. Uh, we're receiving reports from all around the Los Angeles area and downtown San Diego. Men and women attacking each other, biting and thrashing at one another. Local law enforcement is not responding. Oh my god, they're attacking the police officers. The attackers seem to have no hesitation as a What the hell is going on? That's only like 20 miles from here. Do you think it's going to reach us? Hello? Michael, it's Lieutenant Angel. Where are you? I'm at school right now. What's going on? We need you to come to the unit right away. Is this about what's on the TV? Maybe 30 minutes, but I don't have my uniform. Don't worry about those. We have a couple spare in the unit. Just get there as fast as you can. All right, I'm on my way. What the hell do you want me to do? I'm, he's not moving in front of me either. No one's fucking moving. I can't go anywhere. God damn. Right before my exit. I swear I'm gonna rip your ass out of that car. Finally! What the hell is that? The first time I saw him, I froze. Something inside me told me not to move. The group of them moved past my car to the man honking behind me. Their bodies were littered with scars and bruises, and their eyes were glazed over. The news made it sound like these were people gone mad, but the way they moved made me think that these may not be people at all. It seemed almost in slow motion the way they piled onto that Humber's car. Within seconds, they shattered the glass and pulled him through the windshield. Like a pack of wild dogs, they tore him apart. I found my feet seconds later and pushed on the pedal as hard as I could, driving onto the grassy median. The escaping look of mortality on the man's face still haunts me today. saw Lieutenant Angel. The short, blonde, spoiled kid who just got out of officer school, a program tailored to turn men into leaders. But I had more command experience in my thumb than he had in his entire body. Angel, where the hell is everyone else? I was told they were on their way. I keep calling the commander, but he's not picking up. Wait, is that his truck? No, it's just Saul. What the hell happened to you? You look pale. You didn't see it? Weren't you on the 5-2? Please tell me what the fuck that was. I came off the 710. What Those was... things ran onto the freeway. You see that shit? They tore that car apart like a tin can. 
Poor angry bastard. I actually kind of feel sorry for him now. What the hell are you talking about? You have no idea what's going on. No, would somebody please explain to me? You're the one who called us in. Why don't you tell us? No one told me a thing. All they told me was to call my squad and get my ass down here right away. I heard about the rioters on the radio, but why the hell would they run under the freeway? Those were not rioters. They attacked a guy who was honking at me on the freeway. They weren't attacking him. They were fucking eating him. They were what? I wasn't far behind Michael. They were taking big chunks and shoving them in their mouths. What? Why would they They were like animals, and they sure as hell weren't like us anymore. Not with those eyes. Then what were they? Zombies. Come on, Saul. This isn't the time. No joke, Sarge. What if they are? Think about it just for a second. Okay. The the mental hospital is not too far from here. What if what you saw was just a breakout? We were probably brought in just to take them down. Oh, you didn't see them. What the hell do you know? Hey, don't talk to me that way. I'm still an officer, and you're just still a lowly specialist. Hey, hey, easy, Angel. I got this. Saul, come here. How can he say that shit? You know as well as I do that the hospital is like ten miles from here. There's no way to get out. Hey, I agree. I agree. I don't think so either. I know he's a pain in the ass, and once he sees one of these things, he'll change his mind. But right now, we can't lose our heads. We still have a chain of command, and he is still in charge. I know. I'm sorry, Sarge. Saul was a great soldier. Sure, he always spoke his mind, and it often got him in trouble. If he'd held his tongue, he would have outranked me by now. He came to our unit with the rank of specialist from Mountain Division. I guess he got tired of the cold weather. We served overseas together, and when we got back, he transferred to our unit. And he said something about the California girls calling to him. Still no answer. Well, well, the rest may be stuck in traffic trying to get here. So what do we do? I don't know. Let's just wait till they get here. Lieutenant, you think we can get into the arms room and at least get a few rifles in case something happens? We can't. Why not? I I have the key to the door, but the commander has the combo for the alarms and the key for the arms racks. You know, we're... We'll just wait for the commander. He will know what to do. That one was close. The way I see it, it's better safe than sorry. I say we open the door, clip the locks, and to hell with the alarm. I'll get the bolt cutters from the cage. Wait, I didn't say we were going to... sir, all due respect, but my instincts are a lot more field-tested than your month out of officer candidate school. I'm trying to help you out, and you're not playing ball. You're acting completely drastic. What you're asking me to do could really get us into trouble. You act as if we're at war. Do you hear that out there? That's exactly what it sounds like to me. Got it. You ready? Yeah, come on, let's open her up. You don't want to wait like five more minutes? The commander could just be around the corner. I don't want to wait for that asshole. Listen, there's no point in arguing now. Saul, clip the locks on cages 12 and 14. Hurry. Now you're nervous all of a sudden? I just have a feeling is all. That we're in deep shit? I could have told you that. How long till the alarm goes off? Two minutes, more or less. Got it. Good, I'll grab your rifle. Just get 14 open. My rifle's number 17. When was the last time you oiled this thing? Just give it to me. Fourteen's open. Load up two magazines. That's it? Yeah, yeah, we'll come back. I don't want to be here and loading magazines if or when someone responds to the alarm. Now you're worried. Head outside. Don't chamber around unless I say so. Got it, Sarge. How long did you say it had? We stood there watching the gate, waiting for someone to show up. After a minute or so, I started to think of what the consequences were for my actions. Did I jump the gun on this one? Would I get punished? Well... My thoughts of guilt and plea bargaining stopped once I heard the rumbling. You hear that? 
How can you hear anything over that alarm? It's getting closer. Come on, stop pulling. I'm climbing over the fence. Shoot the ones dragging down the barbed wire. I'm trying, get it? It's too many. It's just not stopping them. Aim for the head. Come on, Angel. What the hell are you doing? It's jammed. Yeah, no shit. Get over the fence. Get inside. Where? The vault. Move it. Saul, help me with the door. Angel, give me your rifle. Let go. Just let go of it. I'm going to fix it, all right? All right. Hey, hey, look at me. I want you to take a deep breath and have a seat. How the hell are there so many? So fast. Those are what you saw on the freeway? <laughs> yeah, but there were only like seven of them. That was like a hundred. How the hell are we going to get out of here? Take it easy, Saul. There's no need to get worked up. What the fuck? What do you mean, no need? What the fuck are we gonna do? Oh shit. Oh shit. I gotta call my girl. Tell her that. I'm surprised it's even working in here. Here. Let me try. The lines are flooded right now. Why don't you just take a seat and have a breather? Okay, I knew getting into the vault was a mistake. You wouldn't listen. I'm the officer here. Oh, fuck you, sir. Okay, if Michael hadn't, you wouldn't be here right now. Right, I'd love to see you try and open the door while those things are chasing you down. I saw how fast you were with your rifle. You about shit your pants. Don't you get it? They came because we opened it. They heard the alarm. We don't know that for sure. Maybe they just followed the road. Or, or maybe... Think about it. You said they attacked the guy in the car behind you because he was honking. They must be attracted to loud sound. <laughs> so, you can understand them all of a sudden. Huh? Well, maybe now you can step outside, you know, talk to them, and sort some of this shit out. Maybe you can just... Hey, that's, that's that's enough. it's enough, Saul. He's right. He's what? No, no. It makes perfect sense. Why else would they come in here in such numbers and directly here? I caused them to come. You were right, too, if that makes any difference. How so? One of those things that came over the fence. I swear one of them looked like the commander. Serious? No one else was coming. Well, no matter what we did, the longer we waited, the less time we would have had to prepare. Prepare? Prepare for what? Angel, how long until the alarm shuts off? Not sure exactly. Uh, an hour, I think. Why? Once it goes silent, they should go away. And then we can get the hell out of Dodge. All right, but then what? We don't even know what they are. I told you, man. They're zombies. You know what, specialist? I... Well, well, hey, hey, easy. Both of you. He may be right. Maybe not exactly zombies, but there are similarities. Oh, no, not you too. Hey, military intelligence is my job. It's what I'm good at. You know, I've, I've encountered different tribes on my deployment, and the key to managing these situations is to know who you're dealing with. Military intelligence. <laughs> I am the one who figured out about the sound thing. Yeah, well, none of that matters now. What else do we know? We know they go after people. They sure as hell aren't no slow-moving zombies, either. So they're quicker than us. Got some fucking strength, too. The way they were bending the bars. Wonderful. Headshots seem to drop them like stones. Is that all we know? Yeah, well, the rest would just be assumptions based on what we've seen in movies. I still don't believe this. Are you listening to what you're saying? Zombies? I mean, the dead rising? Who said they were dead? Whatever! What would you have me do? We're dealing with something we've never come close to experiencing before. All I'm trying to do is reason some way through this. Something they aren't able to do. Now who's being presumptuous? How can you be sure that they can't reason? Because we left the key in the door. 
right, if we're going to make it through this, and I have every intention of doing so, we're going to have to stick together and use our heads. Whoa. That was no hour. Well, I said I think. No one has ever set off the alarm before. So, look at the people. They're leaving? Um, no. I don't think so. Maybe it'll just take some time. You sure they can't hear us? Not a chance. The door is about a foot thick and the walls are solid concrete. Give it time. They... They could move on. All right, well... Say they clear out enough for us to get through. Where do we go? We couldn't just stay here and defend this place? No, they're able to climb over the walls and come from any direction around the base. Not to mention every building has like four or five entrances. There's only three of us. You need... some place... like a prison. Good idea, but not the best place for living. Well, we would be able to contain the area pretty easily. I could probably get by in a cell. I know you could, too. This isn't just about us. It's not? Look, there are a lot of people out there who are where we are now, locking themselves in some safe place, waiting things out, hoping that someone is going to come rescue them. Like the army. But we know that's not going to happen, at least not with our unit. There are no active military stations around here, and there's a lot of people out there that need our help. Don't you feel a little responsible to them? Nope. Not at all. Nah, no, just kidding. My girlfriend's apartment building. See, now, ha, he's got the right idea. Go out with a bang. That's not what I... Michael, it's perfect. One main lobby with a small stairwell. We could turn off the elevators. That gives us a very small area to contain as the entrance. We could manage it with three people. Best of all, the parking garage has a security gate that we can seal off from anyone getting in. That could work. Plenty of space for any other survivors, not to mention the amount of supplies throughout the building. Given that we could make it there in one piece. It's not too far from here. It'll work. Depending on how long we're going to hold up, it would last us. This could just be a, a local epidemic. No, given the rate of growth, I highly doubt it. How do you expect to make it to the building? Like the roads are probably jammed with broken down cars and God knows what else. We'll take one of the Humvees. We won't get too far with the steering wheels chained and locked. You'll only be able to turn like halfway. Then clip the lock with the bolt cutters. <laughs> so we run out of here, fight through zombies that are, let me check. Yep, still outside the door, carrying ammo, rifles, and bolt cutters all the way to the motor pool, being chased by the things that we know are faster and stronger than us and want to eat us? Yep, yeah, sounds about right. Hey, as long as I get the saw, I'm in. Fine. We'll need an automatic weapon anyway. Angel and I can carry an extra rifle, but any more would really slow us down. Here, put these on. Do we really need to wear uniforms? You wear this, and people will know who you are and won't think twice about coming with you. There's a lot that this uniform represents that we will need out there. Hey, he's right, Saul. Come on, let's put him on. All right. We can do this. Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive. survival. Chapter 1. It begins. Part 2 of 3. How does it look out there? 
I don't see any. Maybe they left. Hey, don't take any chances. Go slow and quiet. You ready? Let's do it. The moment we opened the door, the world felt different. There was no one in sight, but we could feel they were close. Clear. Head to the back towards the motor pool. Angel, there's one look. It's the commander. What is he doing? He's just standing there. Like he's information. Weird. Hey, come on. Motor pool's just around the corner. Take it slow. You're driving. Put the lock. Start it. I can't. I have to work the glow club. Fuck. What is that? Come on. Come on. Oh, oh shit. Feel the head. You can. Got it. Hold on. You're everywhere. Run him over. There's one on the roof. Got him. Hey, look who it is. Did you really have to run over the commander? Um, he was in the way. You swerved to hit him! Oh, stop fucking around and get us out the gate! Turn left on Bandini, and, and keep heading west! None of us would say it, but we feared what we might find outside the gate. For the first time in a long time, I was afraid. Not for what might happen to me, but what happened to the world. We were three men lost in a land of confusion. Keep your eyes peeled for any survivors. We can fit around four or five more in here if we pile up a bit. I say if we find any. This place, it's a ghost town. How fast do you think it spreads? Too fast for anyone to be able to do anything about it. Just keep your eyes peeled. You have family out here? Uh, yeah, kinda. My, my parents live in Northern California, outside San Luis Obispo. You? It's just my girlfriend and I. Yeah, I'm sure your parents are all right. You know, the less yeah, populated... I'd rather not talk about it right now. My mom lives outside Anaheim. That's great. Angel, did you try your cell phone again? Busy still, but I'm gonna Stop keep... Stop the car! What is it? Look, up there, the roof of the flower shop. Angel, get in the turret. Saul, keep the engine running. up there. Just two. We'll get down here as fast as you can. Oh, shit. Got him. Hurry up, though. More coming. Pull the Humvee closer. Jump onto the roof. Come on, pigs. I can't. It's only like seven feet. It's not hard. I'll catch you. Come on. We need to go now. There are too many of them. Michael, we have to leave her. Come on. Climb through the hatch. You're crushing me. Just hold on. Claire, where do I go from here? Left at the light. Just keep going straight for a couple miles until you hit harbor. Thanks for picking us up. Yeah, no problem. Where are the rest of you? This is it. You're it? No, where are the others? You know, army people. We were the only ones to show up. Everything happened too fast. No one could have prepared for this. 
Where is everyone else? For all we know, you could have just been shooting at him. Where are we going? We're heading to an apartment building that we can hold up in for a while. Is that going to be safe? We'll make it safe. Once we have it locked down, we can go out and look for survivors. What happens after that? Not sure. One step at a time. Pex and I were on the roof for a while. I didn't think anyone was going to come. Who's Pegs? That would be me. Oh. Hi, Pegs. I'm Saul. And that's uh, Angel and Michael. Riley, nice to meet all of you. Where are you all from? I don't mean to be rude. I know you're trying to be polite. But you will have much more time later on to fill each other in on the details. Right now, we need to focus on what's going on. Totally. You do your thing. We sped through what was left of downtown. Small fires were all over the place, and abandoned cars littered the road. We never saw anyone else. I had to keep my eyes on the road, but they kept wandering back to Peg. Her chocolate brown hair and her dark eyes seemed to draw me to her. She looked to be in her early 20s. Unlike Peg's, Riley gave off a very confident vibe. She was fit and strong, maybe somewhere in her 30s. I knew army girls weren't as put together as she was. Do either of you know how to use a rifle, any type of handgun? I'm a pro archer. Like Robin Hood? The bow and arrow? Yeah, that. Okay, well, that doesn't really help us. What about you? I've never shot a weapon before. Well, I've shot a gun, but I just don't remember how. Here, we have two Berettas. They're handguns. They're really easy to use. All you need to do is flip these switches from safe to fire. See that red dot there? If you see that, the safety is off. If we get into a really bad situation, you use it. Otherwise, let us be the first to fire. I can do that. No thanks. What do you mean, no thanks? I mean, I don't need one. Oh, you mean you don't feel comfortable with it? Well, once we get some downtime, I'll, I'll help train you. Or I could. Angel here is an officer, and he doesn't like to get his hands dirty. No, really, I wouldn't mind. No, no, it's not that. I, I just don't agree with weapons. Wait, you what? I just don't want to. All right, I'm not going to push. Riley, you okay with it? Hell, if you hadn't given me a weapon, I probably would have stolen one. Fair enough. So how do you two know each other? I thought we were going to save the small talk. I can pay attention to more than one thing at a time. Oh, we don't really know each other. Well, not until today. I work as a chef near the farmer's market. Bex here works, oh well, worked at the flower shop you picked us up at. Riley found me in the commotion and we climbed up to the roof. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, Riley. Everyone else wasn't so lucky. If we had waited only a few more seconds, we would have rounded the corner right into them. What happened? It all happened so fast. The people that were attacked first got it the worst. They just... collided. Blood went everywhere. Then the ones that were sprayed on started to attack others as well. So they turned into them from the blood? I don't know. Not everyone did, I don't think. Only a few. It was hard to tell who was attacking who. They all looked the same. Within a few minutes, though, it was clear who was who. And there weren't any of us anymore. Until you showed up, I figured it wouldn't be much longer before they found us and we'd end up joining them. Look, I know it's difficult right now, but the details are important. How long did it take for the people to turn into them? 
a few minutes, I guess. It depended on how close they were. There were some that tried to run away, but they were chased down. They're so fast. Well, we already knew that. We're almost there. Look, once we get inside and we make it safe, I need you to tell me every detail, even if it seems obvious or irrelevant, okay? You two pegs. The more we know about what we're dealing with, the better chance we have of surviving and not becoming one of those things. All right. Pull around to the side, down that ramp. We'll secure from the ground floor, starting with the parking garage. Going there. Kill the engine. Should I shut the security gate? What do you think, Michael? Yeah, do it. The Hummer can get through it if we needed to. Looks clear. It does, but we have to make sure. Uh, sweep across the back row of cars. If we miss one of these things, the whole tower could fall. Check in and under the cars. Hey, we've got something over here. What is it? It looks like they got him when he was trying to get in his car. You breathing? I don't see how he can. Oh, God. Saul, you know what to do. Got it. What are you going to do with that knife? Pegs, Riley, come over here by me. What is he doing? Well, unless we have to, we don't want to shoot anything down here. The sound could echo out of the building and bring more of them here. So he's going to... He's going to make sure he doesn't get back up. And we only know one method of making sure. I think I'm going to be sick. Hey, make sure you don't get any blood yeah. on you. I didn't. Cut through pretty easily. I was already halfway through before I even started on his neck. Well, leave your knife here. We don't know exactly how it spreads. Let's head up towards the lobby. I was worried that the new additions might complicate the plan, but they followed my lead and stuck close by, never getting in the way. The lobby wasn't as secure as I would have hoped. Sunlight was streaming through the many windows and glass panes. I was pretty sure anything could get in here if it really wanted to. Clear. Saul, I need you to find something to lock or barricade the main entrance door. I saw some chains in the Hummer, and I think there's a spare lock in the toolbox. Yeah, do it. Riley, you go with him? We're done. Man, it's all right. We were just down there. Until we've cleared this entire building, no one is to be alone. Ever. Got it? Yeah. Come on, girl. You got my back. Just don't shoot it. Angel, I'll cover the front. Check the elevators. Why don't I watch the front and you check them? I just need to know if they're working. Fine. I'll do it. Out of order? Someone's inside there. See what I tell you? Nothing to what? What? What is it? Angel, secure the front door. Saul, give me a knife. I'm gonna pry open the doors. You had me leave it downstairs. I know you didn't. Now hand it over. I cleaned it off. It's fine. Listen, you made yourself a guinea pig by not listening to me. We wanted to avoid any contact with that blood. Don't let it happen again. Front door secure. All right. I'll open it. You two be ready to fire. On three. One, two, three. Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive.
We're Alive, a story of survival. Chapter 1, It Begins. Part 3 of 3. Front door secure. All right. I'll open it. You two be ready to fire. On three. One, two, three. Oh, oh shit. Oh, man. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Who the hell are you? I'm Datu, the maintenance guy for the building. Oh, thank God you're here. What were you doing in there? I was coming down when the power went out. Oh, thank God you found me. You work here? Well, I live here, too. Where, where are the rest of you? This is it. Where, where are your tanks and shit? Uh, I mean, you are the U.S. Army, right? We are in the Army, but like I said, this is it. Uh, well, whatever. I'm just glad you're here. Wait, where are we going? Upstairs. Uh, I don't think there's anyone else up there, but most everyone in the building was at work, and those who are here left. Word has it there is an evacuation site a few miles from here. Oh, thank God. Evac site? Where? Off of Fort Street and Bandini. We drove by that intersection. There's no one there. No one? No one at all? I would have remembered seeing something. Oh, no. I've worked in this building for five years. You don't know how many of those people I knew. The ones that left. Some of them had children. I watched them grow up over the years. I didn't say they died. I just said they weren't there. Maybe there was an evacuation. Maybe they got out. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they didn't. At ease. Still, there's no reason to go upstairs. We can't get going, right? Staying here. You what? But there's nothing here. Exactly. I can't. I, I just can't. Take these chains off. Let me out. Maybe they're coming back. Sir, you're not listening to us. Riley, wait. I got this. Let me out. Look, Datu. You may think it could be better out there, but it's not. We've been out there, we know. Your building is much safer. And we have these soldiers here to help us. They already saved Pegs and me, and they can save lots more too. But we can't do it without your help. We need to make sure this place is safe before we bring them back here. Why do you need me? We need to make sure it's safe here. That means going from room to room making sure. You have the keys, don't you? And you know what key opens what door, and every place that someone or something might be hiding in this building. We need your help. Yeah, I guess you do. Those men, they're trained for this sort of thing. They'll protect us, so why not help them? The less time in here, the more lives they could save out there. Okay, okay, I'll help. Come on, this way. Whoa, whoa. Why don't you just point which way, and I'll go first. This is the stairwell, here. You sure the other elevator is clear? Yeah, I think so. We have to make certain. What floor is it on? Top floor. See, the hour's pointing to the number 15. There are only 15 floors? Well, 14, but there, there's no number 13. Think you can do anything about the power? Oh, we still have power. Something just blew out the breaker. So where do we turn it back on? It's in the maintenance room in the basement. That's not the problem. Then what is? Something blew out the main, which means it is something big. If I flip it back on, it could start a fire. Yeah, that would definitely be a problem. I had some flashlights in the apartment on the second floor. Once we find what blew it, I can flip it back on. 
Hey, you look familiar. Do I know you? Nah, you must be mistaken. What about Riley? We'll be up in a sec. Hey, Riley. Thanks for talking to Datu. No problem, we needed him. We're all on the same team now, right? I guess. Thanks, though. I don't think you would listen to me. <laughs> well, you work as long as I have in the restaurant biz, you have to deal with a lot of people that don't like your food. You were a bad cook? I was great! <laughs> you just can't please everyone. No, you can't. The first few floors reminded me of my time overseas, going from room to room in near total darkness. You didn't know it was behind every door, and every step could be your last. The place was empty. Some rooms had clothes strewn about, like they'd scrambled to leave in a hurry. The pictures of the people on the walls haunted me as I walked past them. I kept a close eye on Angel. He never told us what apartment his girlfriend lived in, but I knew from his reaction on the third floor that we had found it. This door is open. Careful. Contact down the hall. Cease fire. He's down. You know this guy? That was Mr. Lord. Good man. Well, was. We have something in here. Okay. Um, be careful. You okay, Angel? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Come on. Living room clear. Check the bedroom. We've got a live one. Looks like her legs are broken. Don't get too close. Why not? Ma'am, I know you're hurt, but can you hear us? She's crawling towards us. She's turned. Shoot her. No, wait. Please, just wait. Angel, she's one of them. Look at her. I know. I, I see it. It's her, isn't it? It's Cindy. We don't have much of a choice on this one. What do you want us to do? This bitch is getting closer to me. Can I shoot her Don't call already? her that. Angel, Angel, we have to do this, but I need you to make the call. Do it. Saul, wait outside with the others. Got it. You made the only choice you had, and you know it. I know. Once we get things calmed down a bit, I'll help you find a place and we can bury her. Thanks, Michael. But right now we can't do that. We need to continue going through this place. I need to know you're okay to do that. I am. Yeah. You sure? I can't have any hesitation. I'm on it, Michael. All right. Is he okay? What happened in He'll there? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. We found one, but we took care of it. Was it Cindy? Oh, man, she was a really nice lady. Angel, what the hell? Come on, Michael. <laughs> Look, I lost people I love as well, and you don't see me breaking down right now. We cannot do this right now. Have a heart. This was like a few feet in front of him. What the hell is wrong with you, Michael? We all lost people today, Angel. It's okay, you're not alone. Michael, where are you going? Uh, if he gets a moment, I get one too. Come on, where are you? I know you had them in here, I could smell them. Shit. Oh, here we go. Where the fuck did you put your lighter? Need a light? Thanks, Riley. You know you shouldn't sneak up on me like that. <coughs> here, you want one? Thanks. I quit this a long time ago. Gave it up when I was overseas. I guess I made it long enough. Yeah, me too. Stopped because it was bad for my health, but fuck it. 
That's the least of my concerns now, right? You know, I'll be all right on my own. Uh, Saul may need backup, but uh, I sure as hell don't. You don't have to be in here right now. I didn't have to jump onto the back of your Humvee either, but it's a choice I made. Why don't you go and try and console Angel? Work some of that magic like you did in Datu. I'm where I should be. What does that mean? You may have them fooled, but not me. Well, and how's that? You're hurting right now, but for different reasons. But because we had to shoot Angel's girlfriend? Well, yeah. I feel bad about it, but it was the right thing to do. No, I mean about the losing loved ones today. The thought never crossed your mind until now, did it? Oh, yeah, it did. It bothered me all day. I don't think so. Look, it's all right to talk about it. You don't have anyone, do you? Well, maybe I do and maybe I don't. What does it matter? You look pretty young. Where are your parents? Oh, God. We're smoking a cigarette, not having drinks. I ain't about to give you my life story already. Look, I don't know you very well, but we need to look after each other. I can see when someone's in pain. I just don't want whatever it is to get to you. And how would that happen? Something back there hurt you as much as Angel is hurting. And you're not letting it out. And until you do, it will continue to eat you away. You know, it may be cute to think you hold some kind of inspired wisdom that can cure all wounds, but you don't know anything about me. And no quick-fix flirtation is going to heal any open wound. <laughs> hey, hey, can you tell me what's so funny? You know, you make it really hard to keep a straight face. No, it's not that. It's just... <laughs> Flirtatious? <laughs> Seriously? You're not my type. I'm flattered, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know you have an infectious laugh? Anyone ever tell you that? Yeah, a few times. <laughs> well, it made me feel better than all the squabbling you were doing before that. What's wrong? I thought I heard somebody screaming here. Uh, no, that would have been Riley's laugh. Oh. Alright. Well, anyway... Angel's on his feet and looking for you. All right, you heard the man. Let's move out. Michael, don't forget what I said, all right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, how many floors we got to go? Eleven floors. Holy shit, eleven? Oh, this is going to take forever. Especially now that Riley has warned them in their own language. They probably understood all that shit. Oh shit. You smell that? Oh, I do now. Ugh. Something's burning. Datu, you have an extinguisher? It's down the hall, but I don't see any smoke. Oh, whatever it is, it's awful. Hey, Michael? Remember Suicide Gate? Why would you bring that up now? Smell familiar? Uh, a little bit. Why? Just a hunch. Follow me. Stay close together. Here. Through this door. Just a second. Oh, God. Yup. I knew it. What? I don't see anything. Michael, why don't you, me, and Dad, too, take this one? Angel, you watch the hall with Riley and Pegs? Holy. Well, that's one way to go. It smells just like Suicide Gate. Yup. You got it. What happened there? There was a gate outside one of the green zones that was constantly hit by car bombs. When it torched the bodies in the surrounding cars, the smell stayed in the area long after. 
Yeah, look at this. He must have been standing in the bathwater when he reached up and grabbed it. He must have flown like four feet. What happened to just using a blow dryer or a toaster? The circuit would have just popped. I guess he didn't want to do it wrong. Look at this. He ripped the entire strand of wires out of the wall. Bit overkill. No pun intended. Datu, can you shut the power off to this room so you can get it back on for the rest of the building? Of course. Saul, go with him downstairs. We'll wait for you. What was it? Oh, someone chose an alternative to survival. Oh, how? Well, let's just say you don't want this room. Or this floor, for that matter. Whew. Well, I think it's safe to say that I'll be standing on the top floor. Further from the ground, the better. I'm sure you'll think differently after 14 flights of steps. Oh, yeah, no elevator. Not unless you want to risk getting stuck. Well, I don't know about you, but I really like that apartment on the second floor with a nice TV and a classic modern sofa. I thought that one was nice, too. I'll stay with you there. Uh, really, you don't have to. There are a lot of others to choose from. You're already making stakes in the rooms? Well, why not? I mean, it is our building now. Well, that's one way of looking at it. You know, I liked the one... What was it? 2B? The one with the nice leather couch and the king-size bed? See? Told you this place was a better idea than the prison. Oh, nice. Now, just because the lights are on and this place feels a lot safer, don't get complacent on me. What's that mean? Don't let your guard down. I'm not doing much, so all right. I'm kind of worthless now, aren't I? Well, maybe you're not able to do something right now, but uh, once this place is secure, I'm sure you'll be useful. What'd you do outside, like for your job? I was a florist. Okay, um... Well, I guess you could, uh... Angel? You got me there, I don't know. Oh, come on, guys. I thought you had sold this one through. We did, mostly. I mean, we're here, aren't we? Look, Pegs. Once this place is up and running, we're going to need food. And not just what hasn't expired in people's cupboards. Yes, there, 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 there you go. You could make a garden on the roof. We're going to need fruit, vegetables, spices. Sure, take my idea. What are you talking about? It's okay to claim a nice place to sleep for a few nights, but you want me to start a garden? How long are we planning on staying here? I'm sure someone will come for us. This will be over in a few days. It might, and it might not. I'd rather plan for long term and be rescued tomorrow. Riley brings up a good point, Michael. But we need to do more than just planting food. We're going to need to get organized. The more people that we can help and have hide out here, the more important it is that they each pull their own weight. Everyone would be more than willing to. I mean, Pegs and I would do damn near anything for you after you picked us up. Uh, Wayne, <laughs> I just made it sound like prostitutes. <laughs> well, I thought that was implied. Oh, come on, that's <laughs> not even funny. <laughs> Power's back on. That's right. Everything's all good. All right, let's get moving. After our first day in the tower, my legs ached like no time before. We couldn't stop and rest before the building was empty and clear. We found a few more of those things here and there, but no survivors. Each flight of steps made my shin splint and my back ache. I think that first day was the longest for me. By the time we reached the last floor, I thought I was prepared for everything. I was wrong.
Join us again in two weeks for the next chapter of We're Alive. And now, a word from our sponsors. Buying, selling, whether a first-time home buyer or purchasing your 50th home, Jeremy Wayland of Reiki Realty is the realtor for you. Specializing in first-time homes, multi-residential, and Chapman housing, he has the service for you. A fifth-generation Orange resident, he cares about the Orange community. It has never been a better time to buy with tax incentives, low interest rates, and affordable home prices. Call Jeremy today at 714-745-7318. That's Jeremy at 714-745-7318. You will be glad you did. To find out more or become a sponsor, visit www.thezombiepodcast.com or free on the iTunes store, keyword, We're Alive. Starring Jim Gleason, Nate Gies, Shane Salk, Claire Doden, Elisa Elliott, Jay Oligario. Featuring Michael Swan. Written and directed by Casey Wayland. Associate producer, Jason Scott. Print editor, Blythe Hill. Composers, Katie Wayland and Ron Gallagher. Producer, Shane Salk, Casey Wayland. This has been a Wayland production. And that was We're Alive. The link, uh, there is a website, but it's kind of hard to uh, write down. So I'm just going to put it in the link to the blog. So look for that link to Wayland Enterprises at radiodramarevival.com. If you Google We're Alive Zombie Podcast, you'll also probably find it too. There are a bunch of episodes on, on it up on there, and they are doing a good job of keeping the podcast up to date. New stuff looks like about every week. And a bunch of stuff we're not going to be able to feature on the show, up to almost seven episodes now. And you can um, also follow them on Facebook. All kinds of good stuff, a little community going for this uh, project, and I think you'll um, enjoy it, so do check it out. Next week, we're going to have more of the same, and after that, well, anything can happen, but it will be dark. Um, If you can't wait for that long, do check out the blog and podcast, radiodramarevival.com. We have the often-promised news, reviews, and discussion up there. You can also find us on iTunes, search for Radio drama revival and that wraps it up for this week radio drama revival is produced by yours truly fred greenhalge copyright of individual shows remains to original producers but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like radio drama revival originates in on-air radio at wmpg fm greater portland maine's community radio station it is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love till next time keep your mind and your ears open thanks for tuning in and have a great week Thank you.